0: Hello and welcome to Stories that Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Yesterday I talked about some of the ways that we can do repair when the relationships have been damaged. And today I want to talk a little bit about tools for some tools for effective communication. Because I realized that if we're going to be building if we are going to be building relationships that are healthy, uh, we are going to have need some tools to use. So I'm going to share some tools for effective communication. And these tools can be used when you are doing repair work. If you haven't listened to the podcast yesterday around how to damage, how to repair relationships when they're damaged, I suggest that you go and listen to that one first so that you can have an idea of what we're talking about. I also made a disclaimer yesterday that if the relationship is abusive, then you can't do the work on your own of repair. And depending on the extent of the abuse, you might not even want to do the repair. And just know that you're well within. Your rights to be able to separate from somebody or leave a situation that is harmful and toxic to you, and you know those are your choice though it's it's good to know that you have options and choices, so I just want to be clear like the the tools for a peer in an abusive relationship will be very different from the tools for a peer in a relationship where there's no abuse where there's no toxicity there's no harm, okay. And this is whether or not this was a, a romantic relationship or a family situation or a friendship. When there's toxicity and harm, the rules, the tools will be very different. Or even how you use these tools will be massively different. Okay, So the first one I'm, I want to talk about in, in terms of repair is communication. Um, how you communicate. When you are going in to begin to talk about when you're beginning to talk about what's important to you in the relationship. So how you communicate is going to be very important. Um, We communicate in a way that be able to advocate for yourself, communicate your boundaries, be clear about those. Um, But doing it by using open questions when you're asking questions. Also, being able to... being able to read the other person's body language and when I say read body language I don't mean trying to figure out anybody but we can you know there's some that's pretty pretty easy to, to to spot like somebody who's angry we can tell because it's in their facial expression and their their tone and and their body's tense and their eyes will show it so when we are in tune and when we are into when we are in tune we can we can sometimes spot it and even that can be used in the conversation when you're trying to work through a difficult patch in the relationship or you're working to resolve an issue. You can say things like, I notice that you're angry because your face looked like this, or I can tell that you're angry because your tone has changed. You know, we tend to know it because sometimes we feel we feel insulted or we feel um, when somebody's been condescending, we can tell it's in their tone and. As you're working through and it's communicating, you can call those things out. Like, when you said that, it sounds condescending to me. What did you mean? And so checking with the person, what they mean. What did you mean when you said that? Because it sounds condescending to me. And I, and I don't want to misinterpret what you meant. And um, if they are being condescending, then of course, then in that you can make decision. I mean, that very few people would say, yes, I'm trying to be condescending because I think I'm better than you. <laughs> they won't. But if somebody's being condescending, that's in effect what they're saying. And that's the beautiful thing about communication because it gives us an opportunity to hear more about what the person is saying, to hear more um, about their heart, what's on their heart, their heart towards us. It really gets us to to hear more. I can't tell you how many times it, it has saved me from problems because I listen longer. Saved me from you know, saying something to my children or to my husband or to a friend because I just let myself or let the Holy Spirit tell me, stop and listen longer. And when I listen longer, I hear more of what they were saying as opposed to if I'd responded to the half of when my heart rate starts to go up or when I can feel tension in my body and I knew that I wanted to say something here. If I'd responded to that and not deal with what was going on in my body, I would have Put my foot in it, as they say. I would have responded at the wrong time. So listening is another effective tool. When we listen and ask questions, you know, as you're listening, to clarify, clarify what you're hearing. When you say that, this, is this what you mean? Because this is how I interpret it. Because sometimes if we're trying to repair with somebody from, that's from a different culture, language means different things to different people. Okay, I never forget when my friend called me gal and I was so offended because where I'm from, that's not a, a, a term of endearment, right? But where she is from, it is. And so I was so offended until I heard her call her other friend and they were happy and I realized that, oh, so something, I just interpret something through my worldview, through my cultural lens, that was something completely different that could have caused some problems, Right cause me, me to be offended. So ask, ask questions. It, 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 it really is important that we listen longer and ask questions and try this with your children. If you have children, try it with your, with your spouse, with your, with your, with, with whoever it's safe to do that with, because you hear more, you hear more. And even in situations at work, when you are, if you listen longer, you'll hear what people have to say. If you just let them talk and say, Ask questions, paraphrase what they say, um, uh, listen to parts of what they say, and ask open questions around it. Um, do do summary. So you just said, and repeat what they said to them to them, so they know that they've been heard. And you're modeling what you want in in communication with people. So. If you are, and it also slows the conversation down because if they're not doing back to you, you can say, let me hear, tell me what you hear. Tell me what you've heard me just say. So if they tell you something else than what you said or what you meant, then you can correct it so that we're not leaving the conversation with different ideas about what we're talking about, that everybody can leave the conversation with an understanding of what we both meant. Okay. So that's really important. Also, I mentioned body language and be, so be mindful of yours. When we stand with our arms fold and our on our legs crossed, sometimes that says I'm closed and I don't want to talk and, and I don't want to hear. Sometimes that it communicates that. But if we sit with our with our hands at our side and our and, and our legs uncrossed, then it says I'm open and I want to hear what you have to say, right? Um, sometimes crossed legs can say I'm relaxed and I'm here. Um, so it also depends on what's going on in your face. You know, what's your facial expression saying? Um, are you smiling? Are you making eye contact? Are you, is, is your face soft or is it hard? What's going on? Because what's going on in our heart will show and reflect on our face. So it's important for us to be able to, 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 to know that about ourselves. So what are you like when you're angry? And so whatever, are you feeling angry or, or frustrated or irritated or whatever you're feeling inside will show in our bodies. So it's check, check that for yourself, because that's also communicating. That's also saying something. As you will read as well from the person that you're trying to talk to and what they're communicating on their body language. And, and I mentioned um, paraphrasing and and repeat, repeat what they say so that they know that they're heard and you know that you're heard. So these are some ways to communicate that will help to repair, and you can use it with, use it with anybody. Use it, try it at home, try it at work, try it with your friends. Um, just use it as a, a matter of um, just in your everyday relationships. But they're also really effective tools when you want to slow a, a conversation down, so you so you can hear, so the next person can be heard. And it's really effective when you're trying to repair to use these tools as part of the the, the tools that you're using in this communication to manage the conflict so that you can both be heard. Thank you for joining me in Stories That Shape Us. I'm going to continue this conversation in our next story tomorrow. I hope you'll join me.